This is your public service announcement and news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawn Mower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. This new trimmer was just released only moments ago, and we are one of the first to get our hands on it and share the news. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code TAGS, T-A-G-S, at manscaped.com. What is going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Steve V. This is episode 263 alongside Jeremy Ross Lopez. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. Happy to be back in New York here. Lincoln, across town, how are you? Doing great. Had a great weekend. Time to yeah, start the week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, I just, I think I told you before, I was in California for a month. I haven't even really been back in New York. Today was the first day, or or the weekend, I think, was the first time that I felt back home, which is such a great feeling. I think we all think we can just, like, hit the ground running and we're, like, back Mm -hmm. in our groove and that never seems to be the case especially (laughs) when you have your second dose of the moderna vaccination like i did on thursday of last week and proceeded to go yeah yay 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 i'm saluting that right now however i went back the lovely nurse said move your arm around a lot and it won't be a sore tip y'all out there and it worked it wasn't as sore but she did warn me that I could have, you know, some side effects. And lo and behold, not that night. We did our clubhouse that night. But I woke up at 4 a.m. with the most hideous, pounding headache ever. Chills. I made the mistake of leaving my windows open. And I was just ch- chilled to death. And it was just the horrible 24 hours. But... I did get through it, thank goodness, and I'm glad that I got the the second vaccination, and yeah, super, super happy. Uh, I know, Jeremy, I think we were texting offline this weekend, and don't you have yours this week? Yes, so I have it on in two days, the second one. Okay, yeah, so I think you'll be fine, but just know that, you know, you're doing the right thing, Um, and yeah, exactly. You know, we should shout out that yesterday had the lowest number of COVID cases in the U.S. here. Oh, wow, that's um, cool. And zero deaths. So we here, at that's least in excellent. the U.S., I'd love to hear from everybody else, our across the pond and internationally uh let us know what life is like for you we want to hear from you internationally um but here at least we're doing okay i did have a great weekend i felt like there was a shift for me a shift to spring i a friend's birthday party happened over the weekend on saturday night and it was at a place here in new york city called elmo i know you guys know it Yep. And he had, he had six people. We were indoors, 
And do you know, guys, it really felt like a sense of the olds with a little bit of new normal mixed in, of course, because, you know, mm-hmm. when you go to the restroom, you put your mask on. It was so refreshing. I think it may be the first gathering of like a group of people. And I met some great guys because I didn't know a lot of the people at this dinner. It was so refreshing and gave me such hope that that day. And I had so much fun. Sunday, I ended up going to the Eagle here in New York City. And we were talking about that, Lincoln, recently about the Eagle. It was a rainy day, but I went in. My our dear friend who's been on the show, Gregory Nelbone, convinced me to come out and said he was on the second floor and had a seat reserved for me. So I sidled Aww. into his seat, which was really awesome. Shout out to the, uh, I wish I would remember your name, but the guy who came up to me and said, hi, Steve, are you Steve Rodriguez, host of Tags Podcast? Uh-huh. And I said, I am. And he said, I love the show and been listening to oh. it. He, yeah, he even proved it and I, <laughs> showed me on his phone, <laughs> which I loved. Um <laughs> The Prove thing it. about, yeah, <laughs> it was real. No, I did not make him. <laughs> that would be horrible. Um, you think you like the show? Show me your phone. Prove it. No, <laughs> <laughs> Prove your love. <laughs> Drop your pants. Name that artist. Name that artist. <laughs> Taylor Dane. Okay. Taylor Dane. Taylor Dane. Okay, so. I wanted to get your guys' viewpoint on this because the Eagle, I, I got like an ear uh, fill of they starting May 19th because here in, I don't know if it's America, Lincoln, or just in New York, but normal hours, I think you were saying last week, are going to be implemented. In other words, right. the bar, bar That's hours just in New here. York City. Okay, so in New York. Bar hours have been normal in other places, but here in New York, they're being lifted. Okay. Okay. So ours here, which um, are 4 a.m. So like last night, for example, the hours, they closed the bar at midnight. But I went early. I think I was there at like 8 p.m. or something like that and stayed until the closing time. Yep, guys, I did do that. And it was <laughs> a lot of fun. You did. <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, oh, God. Um, I had so much fun, though. It did feel like a sense of normality in a in the way that people did come up to me and were chit-chatting i i think i had an invitation for a threesome with a couple but you know i'll tell you more later on our after show more information on that but the one thing that they are implementing here in new york on may 19th and i wanted to get your guys's viewpoint on is they are going to implement showing your vaccination card or that you've been vaccinated or no entry or the caveat is showing that you've had a covid vaccination three days ago and that's the only way you're going to be allowed into the bar jeremy what do you i know how i feel on this but what do you think about having no vaccine no entry what are your first thoughts so it's kind of like a, I, I don't know. It's it's definitely a very strict policy, uh, and I do respect people's opinion that don't want to get the vaccine because there are some people that just don't feel like getting it or just are against it and don't want it. Uh, but I do 
understand the safety of the patrons of the bar and just going out in the bar scene in general and putting others at risk. So I do think that it's a good thing for them to instate that. Uh, I would have no issue showing my vaccine card, uh, but I do know, I think it's somewhat controversial that that will be set in place just with certain people. You know how uh, people are opinionated and have a lot to say these days. And I definitely think there's going to be just a backlash in it, maybe a small backlash, but I definitely think there will be certain individuals that just won't be okay with it. But I think that also on the flip side, it really is good for anyone that does want to be able to normalize socializing again in the new normal and in the new setting of that same old environment that we used to be able to hang out in and do it somewhat safely. Staying on you, Jeremy, with you were mentioning offline a few minutes ago before we went recorded that carrying around that card that dumb card that is doesn't fit into your wallet won't be the most convenient thing and Mm -hmm. one of the things that i was watching over the weekend about a problem of course is there's this a doctor or a guy that's creating a way that you would have an actual sort of passport and there's some new apps out there because mm-hmm. they found that people are able to download a blank card like the one right. you have currently and downloading it just exactly the way it looks blank and filling it in as if you were vaccinated and that just made me like uh, the humanity side of it was like, of course, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And the anger that that I, it just filled me with a lot of anger. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Because don't you think there are some apps out there now that you can actually register and get a barcode that really shows that you were vaccinated so you don't have to carry that card around? I mean, I would definitely like any Uh, future technology or advances that would be able to uh, allow you to not have to carry it. But for the meantime, it's not that horrible. I mean, the shape of it isn't convenient for your wallet, but it's really not a big deal to carry it. They also don't want you to laminate it and fold it in half and all that stuff. They actually do want you to laminate it. Oh, I well, heard that actually, you weren't no, supposed they to don't. eliminate it because they might add a booster to it. Correct. That's what the nurse told me as well. well the doc- um, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, well, the nurse told me, I think, you know, a lot of this is changing daily. And the nurse, yeah. I, I made one of my friends, she said, and laminate it when you're done. And I was like, oh, my God, that's such a great idea. However, then... I I made that like, and I'm going to laminate it. I told the nurse that gave me the shot, who was lovely, by the way, at City College here in New York City. And she said, you know what? Hold off on that because in the event that they come out with a booster, you know, I said, oh, my God, I didn't even think about that. And so I thought that was a good idea. But, you know, Lincoln, in regards to what we were just talking about, about no vaccine, no entry, a friend of ours, bartender at the bar we're talking about eagle when he told this patron who comes to the bar that new policy potential new policy the guy immediately slammed back at our bartender friend and said 
I'm not getting the vaccination. And I'm using this tone the way my friend told me it. So <laughs> this is how it came out. I'm not getting vaccinated. I haven't gotten COVID and I don't think I'm going to get COVID. And I think this is ridiculous. And that's the tone that he slammed back at. But to me, I thought, well, then don't go to the bar or get a COVID test. And that's how you could get into the bar. Or it also got me thinking, Lincoln, that if let's just say you were traveling into New York City and maybe you don't have access to the vaccination like we all do, you could get a test and go to the bar. What are your thoughts? Well, yeah, first of all, it's just to be clear, that's a decision that the Eagle is making. In New York City, a business can make the decision to say only vaccinated people or not. Now, in Texas, to have a business and to say only vaccinated people are allowed, that is illegal in Texas. As a business owner, even though it's your private business, you cannot have only vaccinated people in your in your place. Just so you know, that that's how it's varying state to state. Yeah, no, and I was a good point to make, and I was yeah. trying to make it all about our thing. No, here. and I get that. Secondly, the Excelsior program is an app for New York, and once you get vaccinated, you go on to nyc.gov. There's an Excelsior downloadable app that you put in what is on the card, but the moment you put it in, it registers with the city, and the card is kind of irrelevant. It's something you keep at home or bring with you to your next appointment. But as soon as you're registered with Excelsior, they know if you have a booster or not, and they know that you're vaccinated. So that's already happening in New York. I'm not sure about Boston or other states, but that's definitely here and well on the way. Because like, I think if you buy Mets tickets or something like that, um, or Yankee tickets, half of the stadium is for vaccinated people and the other half is not, is the way they're doing it in their private business. And you put in your Excelsior number when you buy the ticket, or you say that you have it to prove upon entry. Are you Correct. Guys with me? And then okay. <laughs> I'm rambling. And then not at all. And I guess, you know, I like that you really. So I guess the point that I stand on is I do think everybody has a right to do what they want. The Eagle is a private business exactly and gets to do the things that they want to do that are right for them i i love that the eagle here in new york city is and like yourself and um, jeremy at 1.2 it's it's kind of my bar that i feel community it's kind of the place i like mm-hmm. that they've t- taken a stance a very that could be polarizing, I'm sure, for a lot of different people. I mean, clearly the story I just told you about the patron that also is a patron did not like that stance on it. But I feel given the nature of a cruise bar, talking about the Eagle cruise bar, we've talked about what cruise bars were back in the day about. And believe me, even yesterday, people were coming up to me and a guy said, my nipples are really sensitive Are yours. And he was touching my nipples and then he made me touch his nipples and i was like okay we're back to that again interesting and he's got a really hot ass do you want to feel his ass and this guy was grabbing my hand and putting it down this guy's ass i was like okay wow wow oh here we are again people are wanting to connect again and in a a bar that is a cruise bar that is known for that i don't mind their direct stance on that may offend and polarize a lot of people. Mm-hmm. No vaccine, no entry. 
back to you, Lincoln, though. Do you, how, what are your thoughts on that? Do you mind that? I, no, I prefer it. I actually, yeah, I actually think no vaccine, no entry is very clear. It's, it's a public health issue. It, that's all it is. And if I had a private business that was like the Eagle, where people stay in there for two to four hours, I would mm-hmm. say, yeah, vaccination only. You know what I mean? The the problem in a bigger global sense is people saying that you can't travel to another country without a vaccine passport. And because, and that's the bigger, the deeper conversation about it, because some countries are very poor. And then all of a sudden, the richer companies, countries will be able to travel and the poorer countries will not. Why do I keep tripping on that? So that's where it gets very (laughs) dicey globally. But again, even though we're doing, I think you you stated great statistics at the beginning of the show. We're down like 0.5% in New York City for COVID transmission right now. Like it's really, really low. And that's something to totally celebrate. But as long as India is where India is, none of us are safe. Period. None of us are safe. You know what I mean? Because we're only 43% of our country. Yeah, because it can come here and travel. So it's still a bit of a mess, but it does feel more hopeful, right? It really does. And I think one of the other themes that I got out of this weekend that I noticed, again, going to a birthday party, being at a restaurant, seeing people, there's this interesting moment where a guy at the restaurant that I was at, again, I was at a party of six people, birthday party, and there was buzzing going around and everybody was kind of looking at each other's table. And at one point, this guy came and was having dinner, a very handsome guy sitting by himself having dinner. And of course, our queens at our table were like, check that out. And we're like, do you think he's waiting? And we had all our theories. Is he, <laughs> did his date stand him up? Is he, and someone said, no, no, he only has one. They only put one menu in front of him and only one place setting. I'm like, okay, good, good. Love that. And he was confidently eating and checking everybody out. And at one point, the another table like ours, I think it was about six people across from him, uh, motion to him, he was already done with his dinner, to come over and sit at their table like, hey, guy, we think you're cute. And he went over there. And I think the thing we were mad at at our table was, why didn't we think of that? Yeah, earlier. <laughs> I know, damn it. And and he went over there and, and chatted with them. And it seemed lovely. And then he went on his way and left. And I was like, so I think the thing I was noticing all weekend was the connections that people are starting to, it's spring is literally in the air. I was just walking down the street before the show with my neighbor and we, we checked out two guys and we're like, mm-hmm. and I, I wanted to get your, have you guys noticed that? I know you're also in New York, Lincoln, But I have a question for you, being in a relationship now in a second, but have you noticed like people are connecting more and wanting to just, you know, either if they're vaccinated or not, are you noticing that or what's going on? 
Yeah, we were actually, we had a booked room at the uh, top of the standard last night for Mother's Day. And Aww. the gay night, the gay Sunday at standard has started with a really good DJ, but they only have table service at the at the moment. And yesterday was a little rainy, so there was nothing on the rooftop. And I noticed people flirting and smiling, and it feels good to get back in the swing of that. I, I absolutely love it. And seeing old friends that you haven't seen for a while, or I've run into some people and been like, oh, I saw you in, wait, it's been over a year. It's been two years yeah. and catching up. You know what I mean? So I love it. And I love that people are more flirty. Go for it. Very I love a flirty, flirty. city. Yeah, I love great. a flirty city. Um, Jeremy, in your neck of the woods, are you noticing that a little bit more that this need, whether it's friends or just connecting, are you seeing that a little bit more? And yeah, definitely, especially out, like at restaurants and shopping and things like that. It's definitely more uh, just the environment that we were at before where people want to talk to other people and say hi and conversate and things like that. So I think everybody has the want and need just for some sort of new people and seeing old friends and new friends and family that you haven't seen and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, it's interesting. I met this new group of people at this dinner party and so many people put their hand down. I'm still not sure how I'm at with that. Like, I wish that would go away, the handshake. I've never been a fan of it anyway, because some, you know, handshakes are so different, right? Yeah. And I... <laughs> I have a couple times in Mexico, I, people put their hands out to shake, to meet me. And I put, I was like, Oh, I don't do that anymore. And I put my fist out and I know they thought I was like being bitchy. And I, I really wasn't. I was just like, why was that your natural thing to do? And so I, I that's not my thing. Like, and in seeing security yesterday at the bar, I went to, they did the fist thing or elbow thing, but somehow a, a light, little light hug is not touching someone's hand. Right. And so I kind of wish that would go away. But other than that, I see people connecting and I'm really all for it. And if we were just to look back a year earlier where we were, this is exciting time entering. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting. Speaking of connecting or crushes or seeing people on the streets. Do you guys know the actress Kristen Bell? Yeah. I don't know if you know her. She's an actress, and she's married to Dax Shepard. She was on a podcast recently, or in a magazine article, actually, and she said she doesn't mind when her husband crushes on someone else. It doesn't affect her self-esteem. She thinks she's not necessarily the most beautiful person ever invented, so why wouldn't she think that her husband is going to not find somebody else hot and attractive and she wants to know about it and she doesn't it does like i said it doesn't affect her self-esteem um you're in a relationship lincoln how have you navigated that road because i can tell you one thing when i was <laughs> i think i'm more ready now to be in a relationship i'm not saying like right now but i but I can remember I was not cool with that. My Latino side came in. I remember my one boyfriend I had, we we were simply watching Ugly Betty and Adam Rodriguez, who has the same last name as me, was on there and he's like, oh, he's so hot. He's all, and he is hot. The thing is, he is hot. But that, 
I was so like, well, why do you like him? What do you mean you like him? Blah, blah, blah. Do I, don't I look hot? And blah, blah. I was so ridiculous and or just insecure, I think. <laughs> How old were you? Where now I would be like, yeah. Or now I would be like, you're right, Adam. Fucking that was Rodriguez. Like five years ago. <laughs> yeah, and, not, and not I was so. Right. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> and not what? That's so funny. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> so, what? What are your thoughts on with Pita? And so, first of all, guys, Kristen. Yeah. Kristen Bell was the lead in The Good Place, and she's also the sister to Adina Menzel in Frozen. So we all know. Oh, who that is okay. and her husband yeah, thank you, thank was you. the lead in the 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 scrubs sitcom that's who they're talking about and they are such a great couple oh, no, not scrubs. Not, it's not yeah, he was on scrubs. Of, i think you're Maybe thinking of zach that's not her husband uh, dax shepherd he's blonde right oh okay yeah I think it was all, yeah. anyway. It, and lo, anyway, they're uh, they're a great couple. They started like an all organic baby soap cleaning company for their kids that had a lot of allergies. They're a great couple, and they talk about therapy a they're lot. They're a great couple, right? And he talks about being sober a lot, and they they're very and yes. th- I think that's the key to what she said. Like, if you have that kind of relationship with your partner, you're not going to flip out when someone says he has a hot ass. The ass can remain hot. And you can remain a couple and you can talk about it and flirt with that and walk away. And it only makes you stronger as a couple when you're adults. I mean, in your 20s or, or you know, 30s or even, I guess, later, if you're jealous or you're insecure, 40s. that's in the relationship or about yourself, then that's going to come to the front of the table. But Peter and I, we, I mean, it was a long standing joke that I had a big crush on Pete Buttigieg when he was running for president and I loved him and his boyfriend. And anytime he came on the news, even now Peter will go, Oh, your boyfriend's on CNN again, your boyfriend's on the view kit. So we just laugh (laughs) about it. And we, we have like Instagram crushes and we have people that are like at the Eagle or people that we see on the street. And we always get at each other of like, Oh, well, you know, that's your boyfriend. Maybe you should go see him. Just knowing that we're secure in our relationship. And that's part of the fun, you know? Okay, so I remember there was a guy, Jeremy, you met him once, he's Puerto Rican, and we sh- we've been on and off, he always went for the white guys for relationships, but he and I had like this thing, and he once oh, said, the guy. <laughs> yes, and he once, was the news was on when he was over, and this is Trump era, and he said, oh my god, don't you just want to fuck Mike Pence? And I was oh, like, god. Ew. No. no. <laughs> so the fact that you said boot Pete, Mayor Pete, I was like, okay, not my type, but I think that's adorable. And I think if my boyfriend said that, but when he said that, I'm like, don't you? But I think Yo, it was like a dirty gross. fuck, like a <laughs> dirty fuck. You know what I'm talking about? You know, my yeah. voice just went like deeper. <laughs> and also, I, mean, just, I don't know. Just, hang on. Just to put a quick pin on that is like, I've also been out. And we've been with friends and Peter's had his arm around someone a little too long. And I am like, wait a minute, you're my boyfriend. Get over here. What are you doing? And I, you know, there, there is natural jealousy that comes out, but I think overall or having a crush, especially a crush of someone who's a celebrity that you're never going to meet, go for it. Right. Yeah. And I know I was being ridiculous about the Adam Rodriguez because <laughs> now I want to sleep with them. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeremy, you're Puerto Rican, half Puerto Rican. What, in when you've been in a relationship or not, 
how do you feel about if your partner is crushing on somebody? Would, would that bother you? How do you feel about that? So I think I have like uh, two ways of thinking about it. So I have like, like uh, Lincoln said about the celebrities and like people that you're not actually going to meet. I have no issue with, but I used to go on dates and like when guys would just sit there and sit on Instagram and like people's pictures and comment, oh, oh, I'm like, no Ew, this uh-uh. is so gross and I have to go. Like, yes, because I just cannot That's deal. So, so disrespectful. And that living in New York, there's a lot of like just guys in general, like in the gay scene that actually live in the city. So they are kind of reachable and touchable in that sense. So, I mean, those kinds of things would definitely make me jealous and also just pissed off and annoyed. Like this person just doesn't deserve my time. So, I mean, I I would say both ways. So let me pose this caveat to this. What if, are we more inclined to be okay if your partner is crushing on someone that looks more like you or if they don't look like you. And the reason I ask that is back to the Adam Rodriguez, same last name. It, my boyfriend at the time always had a thing for Latinos. I'm Latino. And it was like, do you like just, could we, is it any Latino that you like, or <laughs> is this a hotter Latino than me? Um, to me, I don't know that it really mattered at that time. Now I think I would be more cool with any of it all. But does it, like Lincoln, if Peter was to be like crushing on somebody that looked completely opposite from you, was shorter and totally opposite, would you be like, huh? Or would you be like, okay, yeah? Um, I would be like, okay, yeah. I mean, I the more diversity, the better. I sexy is sexy it doesn't matter if it's short or tall or what nationality sexy is sexy and i don't know i i, I just i i'm a little bit more freewheeling with it it doesn't it doesn't really bother me i find it interesting sometimes i go really oh wow i'm really different than that or wow that's similar to, it just depends and it, and it's also about energy and what the person's doing i think you know what the person's about yeah, I feel like whatever relationship I ultimately land in or the next one or whatever is that I want to have open dialogue, open conversations about who we, na- you know, uh, we just talked about I'm going to a place that, that's a cruise bar. I don't want to end going to a place like the Eagle just because I start dating somebody and in sharing how flirty and open it can be at a cruise bar like that, I would, I would want to be like, yeah, that one's cute or, and play around with that. We would, it would probably be an evolving conversation. Jeremy, what are your thoughts on that? Is it more, would you be more jealous if the person that you were dating looked more like your type or would you, if they look completely different, would you question like, I think the more right? they look like you, it's annoying. And the less they look like you, it's like, oh, go have fun or like, fuck it. I don't care. That's my opinion. So like, say it's like a, a white boy. Either way, you're damned. They, right. But if, they, if it's like a white boy redhead and they think they're cute, I'm like, okay, great. Like, whatever. And then if it's like a Latino that looks similar to me, but like better, that that gets like the jealousy just brewing in me a little bit. But I'm not like, 
a psycho about it. Yeah, no, which you shouldn't be, right? I mean, it's ridiculous, right? Yeah, yeah, I think the more jealousy that you, I'm really good at keeping it in too. So like naturally being a Latino, I do get jealous, but I also am very good at playing the game and just not showing that I am. So I don't act nuts and crazy. I just like bottle it up and keep it in, but it's definitely there. If you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I but just when you think act as... on it, you sometimes look embarrassing and it's not sexy and it's also not enticing to be a super jealous type. Like I, I can, I've seen in other friends relationships, it's like so not attractive and makes you a lot less sexy, the more jealous you are. Good point. Because I think that's why I took a break and long hiatus here from dating somebody <laughs> because I think I was in that camp that you just spoke of, of just reactive for so long of, mm-hmm. you know, what are you looking at him and what's this about? And, and, but it ultimately had to do with my own self worth and valuing myself and being mm-hmm. confident and having the self esteem in my own self to know that, well, I'm also attracted and seeing other people too. Why that's human nature. So it's, I think everybody comes to that evolution on their own time and definitely. Yeah. And so, you know, we got to be nice to ourselves as well, but interesting about all that. I love it. Hey guys, your buddy, Steve V here, host of tags podcast, letting you know that I happen to be one of the first people to try the new 4.0 lawnmower by manscaped. And I can honestly say I'm blown away by the performance and the craftsmanship, plus the details on the 4.0 are totally next level. That's because their advanced ceramic blade and skin-safe technology is so good that it almost seems as if Manscaped work with Elon Musk's engineers to ensure your testes are as safe as possible. You know, I've been thinking a lot about the past, and I was thinking about when I was a go-go dancer back in the 90s and how we used to prepare to go on stage. I'm talking about Townsend Universe, Club Universe for all my San Franciscans. Yeah, we. I would trim, I would use these shears to trim the bush. And then if I could borrow my roommate's shears that were rickety, and I mean rickety, oh, I had to wear so much makeup to hide the nicks and cuts that I did on myself because of my... <laughs> The fact that I didn't have my own shears and I was using these rickety old ones, it was a true mess, but I had, hey, the show will go on. It's so refreshing to now be in a period now where we have something like the Lawnmower 4.0. What makes this trimmer different than all the other trimmers? Well, it's because it's a new multifunction on and off switch that can engage a travel lock created for people who like to travel. The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed to a more precise shave. The new trimmer even allows you to customize your trim all over through additional guard lengths with sizes one through four. And looks wise, it's super sleek with a two-tone matte and gloss finish, even featuring a hot foil stamped black chrome Manscaped logo. Show that mower off loud and proud, right? 
The optimized Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is waterproof, so you can groom in the shower and not have to worry about making a mess in the bathroom floor or have someone you really are into do it for you. That's what I did recently. And did I mention wireless charging? The new Lawnmower 4.0 new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. And if you're still trimming your face with your ball trimmer, it's time to make some changes. You can get 20% off and free shipping by using our code TAGS, T-A-G-S, by going to manscaped.com. No person wants to end up with pubes in their mouth and your balls. No person wants to end up with pubes in their mouth. And you know your balls will thank you. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code TAGS, T-A-G-S, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code TAGS, T-A-G-S. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. You know, Jeremy, you sent me a really poignant article recently um of a son who wrote movingly of his gay dads Mm -hmm. that were lost to aids as a couple yeah yeah and i you know i was reading the article and just to give everybody here there's um it was posted on the aids memorial social media that went viral the photo was submitted by noel arse i hope i'm saying his name right who is gay and he lives in New York and it shows him and his two brothers in the early 1990s, along with two men who parented them for around six years of their childhood. He wrote, these are my dads, Louis Arce and Stephen J. Koseha. I hope I'm saying that right. Who both died of AIDS and in 1994 quote, I am pictured far right. Um, my brother Joey is on the left and Angel is center. We came to them in 1988 after being in a foster home. And while we weren't legally theirs until 1993, they were our dads. We were theirs and they were ours. Quote, we weren't with Lewis and Stephen very long before they passed. They never got a chance to see the men we are today, but they cared for us very much and gave us life that we wouldn't have known otherwise. It's incredible even now, after all these years, I can still feel what it felt like to be loved that much. And they tell a little bit more about their fathers. They got hundreds of comments on this posting for this tribute, for sharing, and I think think they um he says having two gay role models at a young age had a big impact on him mm-hmm. on coming out he he lastly wrote i think having two fathers playing a huge role in my life as a gay man i hear a lot of people's stories about their growing up gay and how rough they had it parents not accepting them or, or them having to edit themselves you know to be yourself, but do it like this. That was never my story. I was blessed having two dads who let me be authentically myself. And that really struck with me because over the weekend, I went in a clubhouse room of gay allies and for the most LGBTQ plus allies. So for a a huge portion of the room, it was surrounded by moms and and allies, really, of the mm-hmm. LGBTQ plus community. 
And there was a mother who was asking a question in the room about, she asked the question to the room, I've te- I'm teaching my five-year-old son to ask people what their pronoun is. Are they he, she, they? And their five-year-old son is doing that, but he's coming back to her and saying that he's getting like backlash because the kids are like, what are you talking about? There's, I'm a he, she, she, and she didn't, she wanted to know how to address that. And there was a lot of great commentary on how to address it. And I chimed in as well, but I did, the one thing I did say to her was what a great parent you are that you're even teaching your five-year-old boy this information like to me he's a superhero and i think that struck me with me with this article because i think we need to remember as we approach pride the aids epidemic as we come out or still in this pandemic that we're currently in there's some parallels and what were your thoughts jeremy when you first read this beautiful story that you sent me i uh, was crying while I was reading it and I just thought it was very moving and beautiful and I I just found it really special and it was just such a great story and uh, it's really sad that they lost both of their dads and didn't grow up with them being able to see their accomplishments and who they've grown into be but I'm sure that they made such a big impact in all of those three sons lives in the short amount of time that they were together. Absolutely. You know, storytelling, the, I think we has been so impactful this last year. And, and Lincoln, as we just had Mother's Day yesterday, and you created this beautiful tribute to your mother that we all watched. You sent it to us and it about Gloria. And I love, um, I love that name. Um, <laughs> Love it. Um, what were your thoughts when you heard this? And, and should the, the impact and tribute to our, you know, the, in this case, it was their father's loss to AIDS. But I know I'm sure you're feeling a lot of emotions. Yeah, I, I did make it's like a 15 minute video of my mother's life. And I tried to incorporate as many people that were part of her life and tell her story as much as possible. And in a in a year for her to pass with the pandemic and a lot of her friends are in their seventies and eighties and people aren't comfortable here or there. I wanted to give people something to remember her by that would be a good remembrance that we can look at every mother's day or on her birthday of the life she lived lived. And it was so cathartic to make. And then it was very cathartic to put it up online and have people watch it. And so cathartic to hear people's feedback after watching it. And it relates to the article that love is love. I was parented by a woman who did everything she could to give me the best life possible. And it sounds like the kids to these two men had the same thing. And whether it's a short period of time or a long period of time, the love is the thing that still sticks around. So it's pretty awesome. Oh, I love that. I really love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I was thinking about you the other day on Mother's Day, so absolutely. Um, all right, as we wrap up here, just some quick um, headlines. I know, Jeremy, I wanted to get your feedback in. We are a podcast about sexuality, and I could not help but notice Sex in the City is coming back, the TV show on HBO Max. 
And Jeremy, what are your thoughts on just really quick, quick, quick thoughts on Samantha not coming back, but that they're introducing a more diverse, uh, I think it's six extra cast members and they're going to be people of color. Yeah. Five. I'm, I'm somewhat interested in it, but I'm also uh, just watching other things. I have. Has that ship sailed for you? A little bit. I mean, I'm, I watched all the movies and I mean, the movies were a little cheesy to me compared to the original episodes. So, I mean, I'm not that interested in it. I think I'll definitely watch it, but I'm not going to watch it immediately when it releases. I'm more watching uh, Pose, the final season. Also, there's a Pride docuseries coming out on yep, Friday FX. for FX. So I'm definitely going to tune into that. Fun. And uh, also the Halston series for Netflix that oh. you showed me. Halston Netflix limited series looks amazing and anytime we can go back to studio 54 which this series does i'm all about it lincoln what were your thoughts because it was such an iconic show for everybody but certainly reflected new york and how they're going forward with all this i love it i've never understood someone who has a problem with the movie or the third season or the Kim Katrina. I don't care. I just want the story to continue. It's a great story. If you look at the pilot of sex in the city and what it became, they are 180 degrees away from one another. And it's constantly evolved throughout the year. Like they were the, the pilot has everyone talking straight into the camera, like their therapy and and there's that no went away later. Voice. Well, well, Ali McBeal happened, and then they kind of adopted that inner voice of of Carrie Bradshaw. But it's evolved through the years and through nine eleven mm-hmm. and through you know vi- uh, movies going to the desert and being totally out of bounds for what the show was. I just want the story to never end. I love it. I think it's a great take on New York and and that like and people of a bravo certain age for that too. female yeah it's like Sutton Foster and Younger or Emily in Paris and it hits different generations differently and if you have the right martini or the right joint you can love an episode you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i just want the story to continue and the one thing i read about about the addressing of no samantha is that they're going to address it as if like all many of our friendships friendships dissipate and it's they were four at one point but doesn't mean that all these years later you know like how many friends do you still have from like yesteryear i mean i have a lot but i also moved on particularly this last year and so i mm -hmm. like that they're being realistic about that i like that obviously diversity 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 you can't that's the name of the game right now and i like that they're bringing in people of color i did like one article that i read that mentioned vanessa williams and i that would be a dream come true of course you did of course (laughs) because i'm obsessed with her and so anyways but um one can hope and lastly i had to ask you jeremy i just had to j-lo and ben benifer are they back together i mean is it a dream come true for you or not no way no hell no no she apparently sent wait before i mean she apparently sent jeremy before i her white land rover of course she has a white land rover to pick him up not once but twice and they've spent a couple meetings together post I mean, it's interesting but i'm not i'm not a big huge uh ben affleck fan i'm not 
I didn't really love A-Rod either. I don't really love her taste in men. Uh, and <laughs> we shall see where that ship sails. Uh, I actually like her with the young guys. And yes. I think she puts them and keeps them in their place by being a boss bitch. But the- Yeah, J-Lo, look at Madonna's feed and what she's right. doing. Because I'm all about what Madonna's and her young and boys And she looks doing. like she's just living her best life with that young guy. Madonna, Doesn't she? So. Lincoln, you <laughs> yeah, need to chime really in happy. right now. <laughs> and her look and Madonna's looks right now with the long hair and the I mean it's like mesmerizing. It's really good. Love I look forward to it. the new album. I'm very excited. Is there a new album? There will be. She signed a three record contract, so there will be. Oh, thank you for giving me this. Like Monday night is now perfect. <laughs> On that note, you can always follow Jeremy Ross Lopez at J Ross Lopez on Instagram at J Ross Lopez. You can follow Lincoln. He's got two at his protein bakery. It's at protein bakery or mad Lincoln, mad Lincoln and follow us at tags podcast at tags podcast and DM me for sex advice because we'll, we'll get, we'll weigh in on you over here on the show. Um, and thanks guys. This has been a lot of fun as always. Definitely. Thank you so much. Continue. Walking the line, but no, there's a new, I'm so hopeful. I'm so happy. Keep it sexy and we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye guys. <laughs>